Chapter fifty one of the Scalp Hunters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Scalp Hunters by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter fifty one. Astonishing the Natives. Up to this time, we had no knowledge of the fate that was designed for us but from all that we had ever heard of these savages as well as from our own experience of them we anticipated that it would be a cruel one sanchez however who knew something of their language left us no room to doubt such a result he had gathered from the conversation of the women what was before us after these had gone away he unfolded the programme as he had heard it to-morrow said he they will dance the mamachik the great dance of montezuma that is a fate among the girls and women next day will be a grand tournament in which the warriors will exhibit their skill in shooting with the bow in wrestling and in feats of horsemanship if they would let me join them i could show them how sancho besides being an accomplished torero had spent his earlier years in the circus and was as we all knew a most splendid horseman on the third day continued he we are to run amuck if you know what that is we had all heard of it and on the fourth well upon the fourth they will roast us we might have been more startled at this abrupt declaration had the idea been new to us but it was not the probability of such an end had been in our thoughts ever since our capture we knew that they did not save us at the mine for the purpose of giving us an easier death and we knew too that these savages never made men prisoners to keep them alive rube was an exception but his story was a peculiar one and he escaped only by his extreme cunning their god continued sanchez is the same as that of the mexican aztecs for these people are of that race it is believed i don't know much about that though i've heard men talk of it he is called by a queer hard name caray i don't remember it quetzalcoatl caval that's the word pues senores he is a fire-god and fond of human flesh prefers it roasted so they say that's the use we'll be put to they'll roast us to please him and at the same time to satisfy themselves dos pajaros al un golpe two birds with one stone that this was to be our fate was no longer probable but certain and we slept upon the knowledge of it the best way we could in the morning we observed dressing and painting among the indians after that began dancing the dance of the mamanchik this ceremony took place upon the prairie at some distance out in front of the temple as it was about commencing we were taken from our spread positions and dragged up near it in order that we might witness the glory of the nation we were still tied however but allowed to sit upright this was some relief and we enjoyed the change of posture much more than the spectacle i could not describe the dance even if i had watched it which i did not as sanchez had said it was carried on only by the women of the tribe processions of young girls gaily and fantastically attired and carrying garlands of flowers circled and leaped through a variety of figures there was a raised platform upon which a warrior and maiden represented montezuma and his queen and around these the girls danced and chanted the ceremony ended by the dancers kneeling in front in a grand semicircle i saw that the occupants of the throne were dacoma and adelaide i fancied that the girl looked sad poor seguin thought i there is none to protect her now even the false father the medicine chief 
might have been her friend he too is out of the way and but i did not occupy much time with thoughts of her there was a far more painful apprehension than that my mind as well as my eyes had dwelt upon the temple during the ceremony we could see it from the spot where we had been thrown down but it was too distant for me to distinguish the faces of the white females that were clustered along its terraces she no doubt was among them but i was unable to make her out perhaps it was better i was not near enough i thought so at the time i saw indian men among the captives and i had observed dacoma previous to the commencement of the dance proudly stand before them in all the paraphernalia of his regal robes rube had given me the character of this chief brave but brutal my heart was oppressed with a painful heaviness as we were hurried back to our former places most of the next night was spent by the indians in feasting not so with us we were rarely and scantily fed and we suffered too from thirst our savage guards scarcely deigning to supply us with water though a river was running at our feet another morning and the feasting recommenced more sheep and cattle were slaughtered and the fires steamed anew with the red joints that were suspended over them at an early hour the warriors arrayed themselves though not in war attire and the tournament commenced we were again dragged forward to witness their savage sports but placed still farther out on the prairie i could distinguish upon the terrace of the temple the whitish dresses of the captives the temple was their place of abode sanchez had told me this he had learned it from the indians as they conversed one with another the girls were to remain there until the fifth day that after our sacrifice then the chief would choose one of the number for his own household and the warriors would gamble for the rest oh these were fearful hours sometimes i wished that i could see her once again before i died and then reflection whispered me it was better not the knowledge of my fate would only add fresh bitterness to hers oh these were fearful hours i looked at the savage tournament these were feats of arms and feats of equitation men rode at a gallop with one foot only to be seen over the horse and in this attitude threw the javelin or shot the unerring shaft others vaulted from horse to horse as they swept over the prairie at racing speed some leaped to their saddles while their horses were running at a gallop and some exhibited feats with the lasso then there was a mock encounter in which the warriors unhorsed each other as knights of the olden time it was in fact a magnificent spectacle a grand hippodrome of the desert but i had no eyes for it it had more attraction for sanchez i saw that he was observing every new feat with interested attention all at once he became restless there was a strange expression on his face some thought some sudden resolve had taken possession of him say to your braves said he speaking to one of our guards in the navajo tongue say that i can beat the best of them at that i could teach them to ride a horse the savage reported what his prisoner had said and shortly after several mounted warriors rode up and replied to the taunt you a poor white slave ride with the warriors of navajo ha 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 can you ride upon your head inquired the torero on our heads how standing upon your head while your horse is in a gallop no nor you nor any one we are the best riders on the plains we cannot do that i can affirmed the bullfighter with emphasis he is boasting he is a fool shouted several let us see cried one give him a horse there is no danger give me my own horse and i will show you 
which is your horse none of them now i suppose but bring me that spotted mustang and clear me a hundred lengths of him on the prairie and i shall teach you a trick as i looked to ascertain what horse sanchez meant i saw the mustang which he had ridden from the del norte i noticed my own favorite too browsing with the rest after a short consultation among themselves the torero's request was acceded to the horse he had pointed out was lassoed out of the cabalada and brought up and our comrades thongs were taken off the indians had no fear of his escaping they knew that they could soon overtake such a steed as the spotted mustang moreover there was a picket constantly kept at each entrance of the valley even could he beat them across the plains it would be impossible for him to get to the open country the valley itself was a prison sanchez was not long in making his preparations he strapped a buffalo skin tightly on the back of his horse and then led him around for some time in a circle keeping him in the same track after practicing thus for a while he dropped the bridle and uttered a peculiar cry on hearing which the animal fell into a slow gallop around the circle when the horse had accomplished two or three rounds the torero leaped upon his back and performed the well-known feat of riding on his head although a common one among professional equestrians it was new to the navajos who looked on with shouts of wonder and admiration they caused the torero to repeat it again and again until the spotted mustang had become all of one color sanchez however did not leave off until he had given his spectators the full program of the ring and had fairly astonished the natives when the tournament was ended and we were hauled back to the riverside the torero was not with us fortunate sanchez he had won his life henceforth he was to be riding master to the navajo nation End of chapter fifty one